0: Amen. Greetings once again in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm very much excited to get this opportunity again to share the word of God with you because during this time of lockdown the Lord has opened an opportunity for us to keep on connecting with one another and indeed we are reaching far and wide. I want us to pray together before I share the word of God with you today. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you and bless you. We honor you, Father, for your faithfulness. We thank you for this opportunity just to receive from your throne. Minister to us, O God, as we minister to you. May your word go forth in power and in simplicity. Spirit of the living God, have your way. Make the word of God simple in our lives and confirm the word with signs following. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to continue with you today with something that we started off last week. We started sharing the word of God together and we were talking about why are people so important to God. And indeed, we are continuing with that subject because people are precious to God. People are valuable to God. So I want us to go together to our text scripture, which is Psalms 8, verse 3 to 6 in the ERV. Let us go there. I look at the heavens you made with your hands. I see the moon and the stars you created. And I wonder, why are people so important to you? Why do you even think about them? Why do you care so much about humans? Why do you even notice them? But you make them almost like gods and crown them with glory and honor. You put them in charge of everything you made. You put everything under their control. You can see here that David is really wondering that God, you created so many things. You created the moon, the stars, all the galaxies, all the things that are so much surprising, how great those things are. But above all else, You are so much mindful of men. Why are people so important to you? Why do you care so much about them? He even says, you created them to be like God. You created them just a little lower than yourself. So it means they are really very valuable to you. And he says, I wonder why is it so? Why do you care so much about them? Now, if you go to the beginning, you will see that indeed people are precious to God. People were created in God's image. And God wants us to live to that level of his expectation. Look at it with me in the book of Genesis 1, to 28. Because the first thing that God did after he created us was to bless us. He was, it was to empower us to prosper. The word bless means to be empowered to prosper. So he empowered us to prosper from the very beginning, from the time that he created us. So if things are not going well in our lives, it's not God's plan. It's not God's purpose. It's not God's original intent. So let's go together. Genesis 1, 26 to 28, the message translation reads. God spoke. Let us make human beings in our image. Make them reflecting our nature so they can be responsible for the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, earth itself. And every animal that moves on the face of the earth. God created human beings. He created them God-like, reflecting God's nature. He created them male and female. God blessed them. Prosper. Reproduce. Fill the earth. Take charge. Be responsible for fish in the sea and birds in the earth. For every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. You can see here that God created us in his image. He created us to be like them, like him. He said, let us make them in our image. Let's make them to reflect our nature. And after he created us, he said, he blessed us. He said, prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, take charge. Now, if you look at this, you would say, but I wish... It was like that in my life i wish things would be like this in my life but that's exactly god's original purpose for us as human beings he wants things to go well with us he created us to have dominion on the earth so if we are dominated by circumstances that's not god's plan he wanted us to take charge he wanted us to be in to have authority to rule like him he says let's create them in our image let them have dominion Because our kingdom, our God has dominion. So he has given us that dominion on the earth that we may take charge. That indeed we may have authority on the earth. So when he gave that dominion to Adam and Eve, they lost that dominion because they obeyed the enemy. They allowed sin in their lives. So when they obeyed Satan, then they lost their authority. They lost their dominion. That's why sin came into the world and things started falling apart. There are a lot of things that are not in place because of the devil. But God so loved us that he gave Jesus to come and restore us back to God's original plan. So that even when Jesus was on the earth, he was concerned when he would see the suffering that people are going through. God is concerned when he sees that we are suffering. You remember last week we talked about how God saw the afflictions of his people when they were oppressed in Egypt. How he said, I know their sorrows, and I've come down to deliver them. So that is what God wants to do. If he sees that you are in trouble, he wants to deliver you. But even when Jesus was on the earth, he looked around, and when things were not well with people, he delivered them. He preached the good news to them. He, he, He healed them. But he also wanted things to go well with them. So go with me to the book of Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 and 36, NIV, to see that indeed Jesus is concerned about us. Look at this. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowns, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Now you can see here when God Jesus was on the earth, he went around doing good, he was healing people. He was sharing the good news of the gospel of the kingdom so that things would go well with people. But when he saw the crowds, he saw that they were harassed and helpless and he had compassion on them. So indeed, even in the days we are living in, there are still people that are harassed and helpless. They need the Lord Jesus. When we are harassed and helpless, we need Jesus to help us. We need Jesus to deliver us. The one who harasses people is the devil. The one who commands people is the devil. Now, you need the power that is stronger than the power of the devil to be freed. It's Jesus who has overcome for us. So it means if we allow Jesus in our lives, then we can live in victory. We can say, Satan is under my feet. Because look at this, in John chapter 10, verse 10, in the Amplified Version, John 10, 10, Amplified, it says, The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life, and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. So he says, I know that Satan has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So all those things, those bad things, they come from your enemy, the devil, Satan. But he says, but I have come that they may have and enjoy life. He is taking us to the original intention of God, that we prosper, that things go well with us. He says, I've come that they may have and enjoy life, and that they may have life in abundance, and that they may have life, overflowing life, eternal life, that they may enjoy life even on the earth. So that's why when he saw that the people were harassed and helpless, he had compassion on them, and he delivered them. So the enemy, Satan, he is the one who wants to torment people. He's the one who wants to keep people in bondage, keep people in sin, and keep people in sickness. Everything that is bad is from the enemy, and the enemy wants to torment us with that. But Jesus says, but I have come, that they may have and enjoy life. So when the enemy is working his works of trying to torment people, putting people in bondage, Jesus is doing his work of setting people free. He is coming so that we might have life and have it in abundance. So even wherever we go as children of God, let us carry the flavor of god and bring hope to the hopeless when people are tormented when people are in pain when people are suffering let us allow god to use us to deliver them to set them free because jesus has given us the authority God is always mindful of us. He's always thinking about his people. He wants to bless them. Every day he's planning something good. Every day he's planning something good. Go with me to the book of Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 5 in the ERV. Zephaniah 3 verse 5 ERV reads, But the Lord is still in that city. And he continues to be good. He does not do anything wrong. He continues to help his people. Morning after morning, he makes good decisions for them. Not a day passes without his justice. He never gives a decision that is crooked or is something to be ashamed of. You can see here in the book of Zephaniah that the Lord is good. And he continues to be good. And day by day, every morning, he's making good decisions for his people. He's making good things for us. So he wants things to go well with us. He's making good decisions for us. Every day, thinking about good things for me. So it means every day I can go out there expecting things. I can go out there expecting things to go well with me. While other people go out there saying, you never know. Maybe something tragic will happen to me today. You never know. Maybe this and this will happen to me today. It is the enemy who does that to you. It is not God. Because here in the book of Zephaniah, it says morning after morning, he makes good decisions for us. And he continues to be good. He does not do anything wrong. So if he continues to be good and he does not do anything wrong, he wants to bless us every day. That's why in the book of Psalms, chapter 68, verse 19, let's read it together, King James Version, Psalm 68, 19. Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. So if you look here, it says... Blessed be the Lord God, who daily loadeth us with benefits. It's not like he blesses you today, and then he says, for now I will be busy with somebody else, you can wait a bit. No, daily, every day, he's got something new for me. The Bible says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. And great is his faithfulness. So I want to see the faithfulness of God every day. Surely goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. Every day. Every day. Every day. Continue to expect good things in your life. You don't need somebody to tell you something good is going to happen to you. You need to know that. You need to know that and speak it even in your own life. That indeed things will be well with me. Because God always daily loads me with benefits he wants to help me every day he wants to lift me up every day he wants things to go well with me and if you look the children of israel would disobey god and when they would disobey god god would be feeling now they are missing out on the blessings that i have for them and when they go back to the right ways and obey god then god would say now you are doing well because now you are positioned for my blessing i can bless you well because you are in the right position Because you are not walking in disobedience. Because when we disobey, when we walk in disobedience, we cut ourselves off from the blessing of God. We cut ourselves off from what God wants to do for us. We isolate ourselves far away from God. But if we walk in His ways, things will work well for us. Go and with me to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 29, King James Version. Look at this. Oh, that there were such a heart in them that they would fear me and keep all my commandments always, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Now you can see here, it says, oh, that they would have such a heart in them that they can just fear me and keep my commandments always. Then it would be well with them well with their children forever. In other words, you will be sorted for life if you can just fear God and keep his commandments. If you can just draw near to God, stay with God, stick with God, because God will always make a way, even where there seems to be no way. Because if we have God on our side, if we've got Jesus on our side, we know that things will work out. I might be in the dark now, but it will not always remain dark. The Bible says, "Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. As long as God is on my side, it doesn't matter what I may go through today, but God is always making things out to work well out for me. He's planning good things for me. He wants things to work out well for me. Something good is going to happen. Something good is going to happen. I'm expecting the favor of God. Because that's what God is saying about us. He says, oh, that they could just have such a heart in them. That if they can just fear me always, things would be well with them. That's what God wants. In the book of 3 John 2, the Bible says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. That's the will will of God. God wants things to go well with us. He wants us to be in good health. He wants us to prosper. Like he said, even in the beginning, in the book of Genesis, where we read earlier, he says, prosper, take charge, have have the authority, take control, take dominion. And that's what we need to do here on the earth. Because God is mindful of us. He's mindful of human beings. He cares so much about us. He loves us so much. He loves us so much that even after Adam and Eve disobeyed him, he still made a way that through Jesus Christ we might be restored to him. So that's why I want us as we draw to the close. Just to look closely now in the book of John chapter 3. This is the common verse that we usually use. John chapter 3, 16 to 18. I want you to understand this because if you look at this verse, you will then see the love of God. And once you understand this, you will never want to remain outside, okay? Because some of you, you are suffering, you are in trouble, but you still do not want to come back to the fold. You do not want to come to the house of the Lord. But if you give your life to Jesus, the Lord wants to give you a new life. He wants to give you eternal life. He wants to give you life of victory so that even when you are here on the earth, you will be able to say, Satan is under my feet. I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I'm healed by the stripes of the Lord Jesus, and things will work out well for me. John 3, 16 to 18, Amplified, it reads, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten, unique son so that whoever believes in trusts in, clings to, relies on him, shall not perish or come to destruction or be lost, but have eternal, everlasting life. For God did not send the Son into the world in order to judge, to reject, to condemn, to pass sentence on the world, but that the world might find salvation and be made safe and sound through him. He who believes in him, who clings to, trusts in, relies on him, is not judged. He who trusts in him never comes up for judgment. For him, there is no rejection, no condemnation. He incurs no damnation. But he who does not believe, cleave to, rely on, trust in him, is judged already. He has already been convicted and has already received his sentence because he has not believed in and trusted in the name of the only begotten Son of God. He is condemned for refusing to let his trust rest in Christ's name. You can see this. This is a very common scripture. We all know John 3.16. It says, God so greatly loved and prized the world. So in other words, what God did is, Even though Adam and Eve had disobeyed, God did not give up on us. He said, I have the Lamb of God. Jesus Christ who was slain before the foundations of the earth. I already have a plan to solve your sin problem. Because I do not want you to live in bondage of sin. I also do not want you to be dominated by the enemy. I do not want you to live under the control of the enemy. Because the Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 12, there was war in heaven. The devil who was the dragon who used to be Lucifer before. He fought with Michael, and Michael was leading the the troops of God, and then the devil was defeated. The Bible says he was not strong enough, so he was thrown down on the earth. And when he was thrown down on the earth, it says, Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth, because the devil is thrown down to you, and he's in great fury. So most of the things that we can see on the world happening is because of the angry devil. He is furious. He wants to destroy, he wants to kill, he wants to steal. But I thank God that there is a solution in Jesus Christ, that the enemy cannot have control over my life. If I give my life to Jesus, Jesus says, if you come to me, I'll give you rest. If you come to me, I'll give you victory, so that indeed we can live on the earth and say Satan is under my feet. The kingdom of God is restored to me. Jesus has given me the authority Because even when he lived here on the the earth, he lived in authority. So I can exercise that same authority. I can live in power. I can live in victory. That even wherever I go, I know that the Lord goes with me. I know that the favor of God is upon my life. I know that I'm victorious on the earth. So nothing that the enemy can do can destroy me. No weapon that is fashioned against me shall prosper. Any tongue that raises up against me in judgment will be condemned. So I need to know that. I need to know how much God loved me and the provision that God has made for me so that I not only say I will enjoy life in the life to come, but I can have and enjoy life here on the earth. That's what Jesus said in John 10.10. He says, even though the enemy came to steal, to kill and to destroy, I've come that they might have life and enjoy it. They might have life and live it to the full. That abundance life, the life of prosperity, the life of joy, the life of peace, the life of healing, anything good you can imagine is there in the Lord Jesus Christ. But indeed, we know that the enemy is still there. As long as we are still here on the earth, the enemy is there. He will want to kill, to steal, and to destroy. You need to know who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ, and we need to allow Jesus to take charge of our lives so that when we live for God, we will know that we can be victorious on the earth. We are so precious to God. We are so precious to him. We are followable to him. So it means if people are so precious to God, we should also value people. We should also prize people. We should actually also appreciate people because they were created in the image of God. It doesn't matter what they are doing now. It's because of the enemy who may be keeping them bound and blinded that they cannot see the light of the gospel. We need to keep on praying for them and say, indeed, there is still hope. As long as they are still alive, the light of the gospel can shine on them and they can see the light and accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So as I draw to a close now, I just want to encourage you that God cares for you. God is mindful of you. He's always thinking about you. And some of you think, me, thinking about me. There are so many people, a lot of people on the earth. How can he focus his attention on me? Paul says, even the very hair of our head are numbered. So if he can know the number of my hair, he surely is concerned about every minute detail of my life. He knows the number of your hair too. So it means he cares about every minute detail of your life. He knows what you are going through. He knows what your struggles are. But he also knows your strength. And now I thank God for this word that I'm sharing with you now. Something within you is rising up and saying, I can see the love of God for my life. I can see that God wants things to go well with me. And I'm ready to receive from the throne of God. I will not allow the enemy to deceive me anymore. I will not allow Satan to rob me of my blessing. Because it is the devil who robs us of our blessing. Some of you, maybe you are praying, saying, I've been praying, Pastor, I've been standing on the word, but things seem not to be coming up well. I've been standing and standing, waiting for my breakthrough, and the breakthrough is not coming. I want to tell you, child of God, keep on holding on. The one who promised is faithful, and he will always confirm his word with signs following. That's why I do not sway from the word of God, because it is the power of God unto salvation. The book of Romans chapter 1, 16 and 17, it says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel or the good news, because it is the power of God unto salvation. In the good news, he talks about it is the power of God to save us. So it means God uses His word to save us. That's why I said to you, Psalms 107, verse 20, He sends His word to heal them and deliver them from their destructions. I always hold on to the That's my only hope here on the earth because when I hold on to the word of God, I hold on to the power of God. Be blessed. Enjoy the blessing of God upon your life. The Lord is mindful of us. We are so important to him. And let's live our lives to the full. Abundant life. Here on the earth. The life of victory. Be victorious. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you and bless you. We honor you, Father, for your word. We thank you, my Father, for encouraging us, reminding us how precious and how important we are to you. Indeed, we are precious to you, O God, we are important to you. And Father, we thank you that you care so much about us. You loved us so much that you gave Jesus to come and die for us. He paid the penalty for our sin but he also delivered us from the hands of the enemy, that we can live here on the earth in victory. I thank you, Father, that indeed, even as Jesus has prayed, he said, Father, I do not pray that you take them out of the world, but I say, preserve them. Yes, you preserve us here on the earth. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, I pray, even for those of your children who are going through difficult times right now, I pray for them, Lord. I say, strengthen them with might in their inner man. I pray for every person who is sick, who's not feeling well in their bodies right now. I command sickness. I say, sickness, you've got no hold in their lives. In the name of Jesus, I set them free. Yes, be free right now. Be healed right now. In the name of Jesus. I say, peace, be still, even in your family. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let it be well with you. In Jesus' name, I declare it. Father, I give you praise. I give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Why are people so important to God?